0: And available information at the press of a button. That said, um, I'm not sure that everybody does their due diligence anymore when it comes to uh, information sharing. Some people get excited about a photograph or a caption, and there it is, off into the wild streets of social media, where it's going to find expression the same way you sent it, and not how even the article itself and the contents were concerned. Now you have just started a cycle or just joined a cycle of spreading information or misinformation that you don't even know the contents of, but you are sharing as a custodian of the hype behind the story. This is not, uh, An uncommon thing this happens at least 100 times a day with people actually and they don't realize it i'm joined to clear all this up by uh somebody who is in the legal field who works uh and 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 has zoomed into uh social media law and somebody who can help us clear up a lot uh off the the, the 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 gray area from dingley marshall and uh, attorneys in uh, cape town we'd like to welcome arinda Truter to the program good morning and thank you for your time
1: good morning i'm so happy to be with you this morning
0: thank you thank you so social media um weapon or or or, or library what which is it or is it both
1: it's it's a little bit of both to be honest um in the department that we work in we see this every day and like you said the moment you are posting something online it spreads like a wildfire in seconds it's all over the world and there's nothing you can do to get it back and Mm. we don't realize that we don't realize the the real life consequences that your actions on social media have because it's so easy for us to sit behind a screen to sit behind a keyboard and feel anonymous. You you mm-hmm. feel like there's no real impact, but we forget that it's still real life. So it's a little bit of both. Obviously, social media has a lot of good to offer. We we know this, we rely on social media, and not only does it bring the world together, it gives you access to so much more information that you won't normally have. Mm. But on the flip side of that, with that comes all of this negative influence, all of this, this hatred that social media cultivates and moves yes. around. So. Definitely a little bit of both. And there's a fine line that we need to find between using it for good, creating a positive digital footprint or using it for bad and creating hatred and fake news and confusion and panic. So yeah, definitely a bit of both.
0: So Arunda, how does one identify, uh, a dodgy source of information? What are the telltale signs that a source of information may or may not be credible, uh, just at face value, uh, to 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 just go and have a double look before sharing such things.
1: Yeah, and I think that's very important, um, because it's so easy to fall in that trap. It's so easy to fall in the trap of just showing something that you got, forwarding that WhatsApp to a friend or family member without checking first. And it's so, so important that we check every little bit of information that we share online. I like to say, See everything as false until it is verified, until you've done Mm. your due diligence and you've checked and you've double checked. So simple things that you can do. First, see who is the original poster. Find out where did it originally come from. And that's as easy as putting the content in a Google search. It will bring up where did it come from, who posted it first. Is that a reliable source? Is the news outlet that you're getting it from a reliable news outlet? Or is it one of those fake news channels that are just showing misinformation to create confusion and panic and division. So if you first find out where did it come from originally, don't just share it if you don't know. And yeah. secondly, if there's images involved, just do a simple reverse image search on Google. It will quickly bring up where that image initially came from. A simple example, don't know if you saw, during the, the unrest recently, there was a tweet going around that the Zurban zoo and aquarium um, was broken into, they stole a oh, the yes. monkeys and a shark and I don't know what else, picture <laughs> of a yes, that and oh. and the, the tweet <laughs> got I think over a thousand retweets and people were sharing it as if it's real. The, the account that it came from was in, initially a parody account, so that yes. should have already triggered it. Secondly, who steals a shark? That should have triggered it. <laughs> And then if you did a Google search on the image, you would see it's from an article from a few years ago in Indonesia. So I mean, as simple as that, you can you can debunk the false information that's being shared. As simple as that.
0: <laughs> and if you do suspect that you've come across um, some some fake news or some harmful content that that yeah. that is not truthful, what uh, what what are what are the things? What what does one do when 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 you are pretty sure that this this is yeah. dangerous? and it's of there, how do you report it? What do you do or what are the steps then to make sure that it comes to light that that source is releasing uh, information that's not truthful?
1: Yes, so the um, government has set up a specific website for this purpose called the Real 411 website, where you have the opportunity to submit fake news or harassment or hate speech or defamation or anything that you feel like falls into that category. So there is a website for that. They also set up a WhatsApp number that you can find, that you can send screenshots to. Um, And then separate to that, report it to the platform. So if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter or Facebook and you see this, all of those platforms have have that option to report the content. And you can say this is fake news, this is false information, misinformation, it has the intention of deceiving or creating violence or threatening damage to property, whatever your reasons are, you can you can submit it to the platform. I know it doesn't always work. Um I've had yeah. my feelings of trying to report things to Facebook and Facebook's algorithm is not always aligned with what South Africa is doing, so uh, they don't really know what our issues are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it takes time as well. I've I've, yeah. I've seen I've seen people um, who are reporting something legitimately who who come and ask, "Guys, please help me." Also report this because they're not paying attention when I sh- I I report it by myself. I need more people to report it so that they'll remove it because the content itself is wrong. Yeah. yeah
1: so i would I would say in, in our context in South Africa, even if you have reported it to the platform that normally can't get you anywhere, so report it to that real four one one um website that the government has set up. you will also on that website find a lot of debunking of information that is false, screenshots of pictures that they already debunked as false so it's it's a good website for information purposes as well. Mm
0: now when um some of this content that is that is circulating uh involves personal uh issues maybe it's an attack on somebody or it's false information about an individual a living breathing person uh who may may or may not be known to the public who may be a public figure or maybe a, a, a normal person who is now shot to stardom over uh this this content that is being shared about them what yeah. happens in that case, and what do they have available to them uh, to protect them from 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 such attack?
1: Yeah. So, in a, in a lot of cases, the the false information, the misinformation that we are spreading, not only is that in 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 the COVID context, government created a temporary criminal offence for for spreading fake news, as we call it. Not only does it does it fall there, but it also has this effect of damaging someone's reputation. Bringing their good name into disrepute, and sometimes it also spills over into hate speech. So, in in that context, even though defamation of character is not a, it's not illegal. Obviously, there's still legal consequences for it, real yes. life legal consequences. So, if you are publishing something on social media, it's unlawful, and you have the intent of damaging their reputation, or bringing their good name into disrepute, that person can take legal steps against you, and that can be. Suing you in the court for damages, including financial and emotional damages, getting an interdict against you um, in terms of the Protection Against Harassment Act, getting a protection order against you. And with all of this comes legal consequences. Hate speech on the other side, if you are posting someone that's infring- something that's infringing on someone's human dignity, mm. that's a criminal offense in itself. Irrelevant about fake news and misinformation, hate speech is a criminal offense, and you can lay a criminal charge against someone or a complaint with the Human Rights Commission. And these things have not only the legal consequences we need to consider. We need to consider what does the effect on your employer? What does the effect on your family? If we Mm. look at simple recent examples, the the Penny Sparrows, the Adam Villas of the world, we all know them. We know what happened. We know how their families were dragged into it. Adam Cantavellos, they dragged his wife's employer into it. His family business got boycotted. They posted pictures of where his children go to school. So not only is it you now, it's everyone around you. And I can promise you, if you post something on social media that is defamatory, it's hate speech, it's fake news, and, and you get caught for this, you are going to lose your job. There are so many examples of people being fired for their actions on social media. And this is why I said we forget that social media is still real life. What you do yeah. there has real consequences. And what you touched on earlier, sharing, spreading the news further. If you see something, yes. you spread it further. We need to remember in our law, the sharer is as guilty as the creator. Wow. You form part of this chain of publication even though you didn't create the original content by sharing it, liking it, retweeting it, you are continuing the spread. So what does it mean immediately when I share something or I retweet something? It immediately connects my name to that content. It looks Mm. like I am in agreement with it. So that's how it looks. And you can be held liable for that content. So we need to be extremely, extremely careful when you are sharing things out of context, especially if it's a screenshot, you don't know where it came from. You don't know the bigger picture to that. We need to be very careful. And the, sp- the, the problem comes with WhatsApp groups. Um, things are spreading in WhatsApp groups so fast and without mm. any checking. And it's really, it's scary. And it's, there are legal consequences and you are going to get into trouble. We see it more often. Every month, there's more cases. There's more high court cases. There's more news articles about these things happening in real life and the real life legal consequences that it has it is not just you sitting behind a screen as a keyboard warrior there is consequences for your actions
0: so um when it comes to the laws uh, that are surrounding uh, you know the protection of uh, potential victims of 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 of, of uh, yes. fake news or, or slanderous uh, content etc uh what uh, just briefly what are some of the laws that 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 are in place uh that that are being enforced more and more as you can see uh, as somebody who works in the field as well that you can maybe highlight for us
1: yeah so i think the first thing to to just mention is that social media is such a a, a new concept still i f- i know it doesn't sound it sounds silly when I say it's a new concept because social media feels like it's been around for so long, but our law hasn't really caught up with social media yet. So a lot of what we are doing at the moment, what our courts are doing is taking existing laws, taking the common law, taking the constitution, taking the existing laws that we have in place for damages and suing people. And we apply that to social media because as I said, it's still real life. So even though there might not be specific a social media law act, that governs specific things. It all falls in our laws. So if we look at the moment, um, government has created a temporary criminal offence for spreading fake news about Corona and someone's infection status and the efforts that government are putting in place. That's in terms Mm -hmm. of the regulations to the Disaster Management Act. So that's in place at the moment. That's already a criminal offence. If we then look at defamation in itself, there's no law against that specifically. But everyone has the right to a good reputation. Everyone has the right to human dignity and a good name. So immediately when someone infringes on your right there, you have the legal recourse to sue them for damages because it causes damage to you, to your reputation, to your business, your family, however far it spreads. With hate speech, that is a criminal offense. Hmm. So um, we don't even have to go further into what the law is there in terms of the promotion of equality and prevention of unfair discrimination. It sets out what hate speech is and what the consequences of that is. And it is a criminal offence. And what what
0: kind of, sorry, sorry, go for it. No, no, no. What we also
1: need to remember is the new Cyber Crimes Act just came into play. Um, The Cyber Crimes Bill has been around for a long time. The president just signed it into law. And that also, it has an effect on how we abuse social media, because it specifically sets out if you are sending electronic data that incites violence or damage to property or threatens to do that, then that's a criminal offence. And, and these offences have three years imprisonment, six months hmm. of imprisonment, 5,000 rand fines, or both. It's, it's big consequences for something that you in the heat of the moment post on social media.
0: So, what um, are there any notable cases, maybe that uh, that have been in the in the public eye that uh, you've kept a keen eye on that have been great examples of what we're talking about now, but also maybe set some precedent for going forward uh, with yeah. in your in your field? Are there any such cases that 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 you can make mention of? Yeah.
1: So, as I said, as the as the social media is evolving, our laws evolving with it. So, almost every case that comes up. Um, In a a court is is changing the law as we look at it for social media. So um, the examples that I said that are big cases that actually had consequences that ended up in in orders and an actual jail time was the cases of Penny Sparrow, the case of Monbergh. The case of Adam Cantervellous, the the, the, um, South African Human Rights Commission took that to court. So those are the the big hate speech cases that we all focus on and we use as examples and we use as president when we go forward. If we Mm. then look at things like defamation, um, the politicians, they are involved in defamation all the time. Um, The EFF have recently been taken to court. Trevor Manuel took them to court. Um, that's cases for for defamation that we looked at. We looked at what the orders are there. They got audits to pay damages. They got also audits and in interdict that they needed to remove the content. They needed to post an apology. So all of mm. that is cases we look at um, that we use as precedent for, for how we go forward. But every single case is trialed on its own merits because we don't have that fixed law in place. So yeah. Every time a case goes to court, you look at the merits. You look at what the courts previously said in the situations. And sometimes you have to um, explain to the court how Facebook works or how Instagram works yeah. to get to that point. But you will <laughs> actually, um, get to something that we can, again, use as president. So I think those are the, the, the bigger cases that are more um, widely noticeable in South Africa that, that we use as president for, for our social media law.
0: And as a legal practitioner in uh, covering uh, social media and and this you know this new in the in the, in the courts anyway this very new kind of avenue, uh, what is some of the advice that you'd give to a social media user without deterring them from using social media, but how to use it more responsibly when it comes to sharing uh, information like this?
1: Yes, so I think most importantly, as I said look at everything as if it's false information until you've verified it personally and you've made sure before you share it. Be extremely careful of sharing or liking or retweeting anything on social media because you immediately connect your name to it. You immediately look like you're in agreement with it. And what we try and show in our social media department, when we have talks with children as young as grade three and up to businesses, we always we encourage this idea of creating a positive digital footprint because what you need to remember and a quote we like to use what happens in vegas stays in vegas what happens on social media stays on google forever it doesn't go away it's permanent so whatever you say it's going to be there if your employer searches you on google it's going to pop up and i can promise you they're going to look at your social media and your google search history before they look at your cv so these are the things we need to consider when we are using social media rather engage with it positively. I know emotions run high and people use social media as an outlet for their opinions and um, just saying what they want to say. But remember, even though we have freedom of expression, we all have freedom of expression in terms of our constitution, but your right to freedom of expression can't infringe someone else's right to human dignity. That right is limited and it will be limited. So yes. if you can't rely on freedom of expression. There are still going to be consequences for your actions. And remember that social media doesn't have context. So even if you are talking in a thread of 50 messages, someone's going to screenshot two sentences of what you said and use that in a different context. Wow! Always remember when you post something, how is someone on the other side of the screen going to react to it? How is someone else going to read it? So think extremely carefully before you post anything. Never post something in the heat of the moment or without thinking about it. Rather type it out, leave it there, come back to it later and see if you still feel the same because what you might think it comes across, it's not going to be the same as your boss thinks on a Monday morning when you walk back into work and your post went viral over the weekend. So <laughs>
0: that,
1: that's that's probably the, the things that we, we like to encourage people to do. Either check your facts, make sure what you post is the truth and you are not engaging in defamation or hate speech or anything like that, inciting violence or damage to property that's we need to move away from that we need to use social media in the positive light as it should be used and where it actually adds value to our lives and not just negativity
0: so actions have consequences even in the digital play space that we that we feel that we feel is some kind of somewhat of a game and not real life it's actually where they check all the real life facts for you uh ahead of time uh, Arinda Trita, thank you so much um, for the invaluable information. It's good to know that uh, you know, as we are catching up with all the different avenues, our laws are also uh, accommodating because catching a lot, up. a lot of, a lot of damage has been done uh, to people who didn't know if there was recourse for anything that they could or could not do now they know uh at least through these type of discussions as well that there are things that they can do they are protected under the law and people are going to be held responsible for their utterances uh whether they meant to or not if you share it you're part of that chain
1: exactly that's very true and thank you for giving me this opportunity and thank you for using your platform to spread the positive news about social media and trying to curb the spreading of fake news and fake false information and just educating people on how we can create a better and a more positive digital footprint going forward. Because social media is not going anywhere. We just need to know and learn how to use it
0: better. Thank you so much for your time. We'll chat soon. Thank you for having me. Her name is Arinda Trita, and uh, that brings us exactly to 12 o'clock now. Time for us to say our goodbyes. It has been another one of those awesome, awesome, awesome Thursdays. Tomorrow is a freaky Friday, and we'll tell you all about it uh, when we get in tomorrow. Thank you for choosing Keith and Gacy Radio where we do radio according to you, and this month, moral regeneration according to you. Between 9 and 12... That's your destination today, which is moment of truth. You could have been anywhere, but you chose to be here with us specifically. For that, we are eternally grateful. From myself and my producer, Natalie Mkabela, thank you for joining us, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other. I'm out of here.